you hear about this, this ban that Biden's doing about jewel, jewels and jewel pods and also about like taking, taking, uh, keeping cigarettes, but kicking nicotine out of it. Like the cigarettes are staying, but the nicotine is out. Wait, what? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like um, Poor Loco when they had to take out three <laughs> of the Locos. Right? <laughs> they made it one Loco. The only one left A is quarter loco. Not loco. Yeah. It's not Four Loco, it's Four Mid. Four Mid. Exactly. Four Loco. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah. I think Aaron had some things to say about that on Twitter and might have gotten into it with some children online. Why are you I fighting mean, with the children, Aaron? Listen, man, I'm not. These kids, you know what sucks about it, too, is that uh, I I actually, like, agree with, like, I mean, I don't agree with, like, uh, I don't agree with, like, sort of punishing people for, like, behaviors that, like, they engage in because of, you know, because of capitalism, because you want to smoke a cigarette because, like, you're stressed and shit, but uh, I don't know, man. I guess these kids I used, it wasn't even about me, like, fighting for their right to smoke. I think they just got mad because I used, like, quote, big words in a tweet. <laughs> like, I used, like... How dare you? I used the word Moloch, which, I mean, like... I mean, which actually is heartening if they don't know who Moloch is, which is, like, the god-eating demon. You know, the baby-eating uh, god demon or whatever, which is, like fine i guess because they're not no, familiar with gotta know they well, need to know about Moloch. well if they're not familiar how with else, like religion how and else shit, will they avoid him <laughs> how else will they avoid giving their children to him when they have kids yet avoid but uh how they got else? mad at me man <laughs> they got real mad at me how else will they evade him oh well um that's kind of funny because i got queried by an editor who shall rena- remain nameless that's right folks i'm trying to write again it's not going that well yet but um watch this space watch this space (laughs) yeah she asked me if i wanted to uh write an opinion about it and i was like yeah you want to know what my opinion is and she's like uh yeah i I guess so and i told her and then she was like you never mind (laughs) because because your opinion jamie is like mine where it's like you like they'll find out a way like if they're gonna so i mean like not to like make it like hyperbole but they're not banning their jewels are banned like you said Jorge. but they're not banning yeah, cigarettes they're, they're just cutting them in half yeah, yeah. the nicotine but like my whole thing is like like jamie i think we were talking about is like they always use this as a way to like you know what i'm saying like punish people or like some kind of punitive measure for trying to uh uh like get people to not do something you know what i'm saying instead of like attacking the root issue so i mean yeah, yeah I, I mean yeah my opinion was basically the same as aaron's i guess i should say what it is mm. before i like drag on my editor for not liking <laughs> it. uh basically yeah if these fucking dems are gonna make people and and it is by and large uh something that affects the poor disproportionately mm. um poor people smoke at much higher rates and use tobacco at much higher rates than uh, people with more money nowadays. Um, Wonder why? What could possibly be going on in their lives that would make them need to smoke? Um, If you're going to make them live in horrible conditions and be fucking broke and stressed out all the time, uh, and then you're going to take away these little little tiny pleasures like it's the same thing as like oh you can't use food stamps to buy candy or soda or whatever it's like kind of feels like adding insult to injury after doing absolutely fucking nothing else for them Mm. like the all you get is the fucking nanny state uh like i know big tobacco is bad obviously they spend a ton of money um to basically poison people 
But uh, as Aaron pointed out, I don't trust the state to enforce this in any kind of fair way. Um, what, 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 fuck. I'm, I'm brain dead too. Who, the guy who got killed for, for oh, some, Eric, Eric, uh, yeah, Garner. Eric Garner, yeah, Eric got, Garner exactly. got fucking executed by the cops for selling Lucy's. Like, do you, we think that's not going to keep on happening? Oh, so oh. like, we just live in hell is all I'm saying. Also too. And she's like, oh, but don't poor people deserve to be protected from big tobacco. And I'm like, fuck off. Dude, like also too, like, I was just thinking about it. Like, yo, if they cut the nicotine in half, right? Like, what's to say that the tobacco industries won't, like, find or come up with some other, like, nicotine-like chemical or some shit like that? You know what I'm saying? To throw back in the cigarettes to make them as equally addictive as they were before. Or, or they'll know? just sell twice as many cigarettes, right? Well, that's what, that's what, okay, to be fair, that's what everybody was saying. <laughs> that's what I thought. And then I looked it up, like, to be fair, I did look it up, and it was like, um, they said that based on the the testing that they had done, like shit like that, like people didn't buy any more cigarettes to smoke. You know what I mean? Because like the nicotine that was cut in half was so, I guess, like minuscule that it didn't really like people weren't trying to make up the difference. But I don't know, man. I just don't like the idea of punishing people for shit that they're do. Like you said, Jamie, that they do under capitalism, especially the Dems, man, when they have a, a lot of other more important things to worry about, man. Yeah. Mm. I, oh, like what? Yeah, I don't I don't. Can I say my opinion? Go ahead, Hori. I don't really, so I don't really have one personally because, you know, um, I don't smoke personally. I don't know about I was just about to say, <laughs> neither of you guys smoke no, cigarettes. That's, that's not true. That's right? not true. Uh, it's a bit of a gray area for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, as the only non smoker on this podcast, yeah. okay. Um, I don't really have an opinion, to be honest with you. But I will say, what? No, I, I really, I mean, it's just like I have no, no, no skin in this fight. You have no stake. You have no stake in the matter in the cigarette wars, uh, the tobacco wars. The tobacco wars. Uh, yeah, it's like, but no, I mean, like, I, I, I think I broadly agree with what y'all are saying. Um, I don't really know. As someone who has some distance, I, I would prefer people don't smoke cigarettes and tobacco, mm -hmm. but. I don't know if like yeah obviously I don't know. obviously we yeah. all want people to be healthy. But I don't I don't I do. necessarily want like uh, maybe not myself but other people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's their choice. Y'all y'all you know? be easy. I'm good, but y'all be easy. Yeah, their bodies, their choice. Um, yeah, Jorge just told us y'all get lung cancer. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, if you hear if you hear a crinkling sound in the background, my cat has found a bag. Yeah, so that's cat, what's going on over cat here. Innocent. Cat innocent. <laughs> um, but but so there's two things. Mm -hmm. One, um, my opinion is really much more, you know, it, it truly in hard nosed materialist fashion. I don't like this decision solely from the point of view of like you fucking idiots. Why are you choosing to pick this fight now when you have not done anything? This is how you fucking lose elections. Like, I don't really care that much about the Democrats. I'm just, I just hate when people like fumbled bags that don't need to be fumbled. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just mm -hmm. like, why are you doing this? Why do like, yeah. who, like, oh yeah. Like you haven't done anything. You people lost, lost like benefits like child tax credit. Uh, the, the people don't have, Gas prices and food prices are going up because of inflation, and people can't buy a house or they may be losing their house because because you know jobs are stalling now. And then you're like, yeah, we're taking your cigarettes too, buddy. 
Yeah. It's like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I had a conversation with my dad about this, actually. Shout out to my dad. Um, oh, wow. And the funniest conversation I've had in a while. He said, like, I told like, oh, dad, have you heard about what's going on with like the cigarettes? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like he's t- they're like, you know, they're taking out the tobacco, uh, taking out this nicotine out of the, the cigarettes and then mm-hmm. the, and electronic cigarettes, getting rid of them. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't really agree with that. I don't really agree with like, um, like people, like people, government being able to tell people what to do and like dictating stuff. That's, that's bad. That's communism. And, <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, whatever. I, I, I didn't really want to talk about it. I was like, uh, moving on. But then, I, then we started talking about like gas prices and like food prices. And, and I was like, oh yeah, like there's, there's it, like, isn't that crazy? Like everything getting so expensive. And my dad's like, yeah, like why doesn't the government just like subsidize those costs and like, or just make that free? And then, and then, I was like, some people would say that's socialism. And my dad's like, yeah, that's good. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just that, that's like such like a comrade of the no, week. But, but it's like, that's like such like an American opinion. It's like, oh yeah, no, like, oh yeah, no, that stuff. And you can call it socialist. Okay. That's good. But no, I'm, I'm against communism. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's not bad for a boomer. Not, not bad well, at all. I mean, like, also, too, I think, like, like shit like this is where I think, like, the discourse online was, like, people basically saying, like, oh, the uh, what was the term that this one guy used? It was so funny. He said something like the ardent pro cigarette leftist or something <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this is like, like, this, like, does isn't, isn't, raise- that, isn't that just French, bro? Yeah, right. Right. Like, that's just French people. Right. But I mean, oh, I guess it like, you- go ahead, Jay, you have it. You know and I know that the U.S. left is also very much full of people who love nicotine. Listen, but that's go also, on. Uh, but that, that's also <laughs> what we call uh, pro, an ardently pro-cigarette leftist. That's just what we call Bushwick. Anyway. I mean, like, also, too, it's just like, it's just, this is this is one of those areas where it's like, it sounds funny and it sounds ridiculous. But, I mean, it get, does raise the question of, like, what is the role of the state you know, and like, what do we talk about when we talk about uh, not individual responsibility? Because that's bullshit. But like what behaviors that people would do in uh, under a different social economic system, you know, and like mm-hmm. like people are going to smoke cigarettes anyway. So maybe we should just like nationalize the tobacco industry. Like that's another thing that I was saying, too, when people were like, you're crazy. And I'm like, yo, this, like Cuba does that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. I but mean, that's what's going to happen in communism unless p- the people just decide democratically that they don't want to produce this stuff anymore. Well, um, well, well I, I, I think I think what you're saying, Aaron, actually, there is like a, you know, moving away from Cuba instance. And, you know, I wasn't even trying to, like, make this into like a, a history lesson. But there's actually a real example of... Um, organizing around this specific issue that like just this specifically a plant that can be made into a drug that that or labor organizing around that led to a social revolution and that is mm. bolivia like the like whatever morales and people like Evo morales like was known for first and foremost he was a labor leader among farmers who were basically uh, organizing around the, I think it was a co- like around the plant that like, like basically the coca plant, the plant mm-hmm. that you can I'm you familiar. can make cocaine out of it, but also it makes um, 
uh, <laughs> it, it can create a, a historically very important tea that people indigenous the, that indigenous community uses, and the. Th- the uh, Bolivia, in collaboration with the DEA of the United States as part of this global war on drugs, was destroying and clamping down on this plant. And there was an organic, like a lot of these farmers were also indigenous, and they were against the government doing that because for them, it had a very important like value in terms of its tra- traditionally and culturally, but also because it's no, it's not like there, there, I think the slogan was something along the lines of yes to coca, no to cocaine. And that, yes, mm-hmm. we want to produce the plant, but there just because you can make cocaine with it doesn't mean it's the only thing you can use it for. And that organizing yes, around that. And eventually from there came out the movimiento para socialismo or MAS, right? Uh, like moving towards socialism. And that led that, through that is how Eva Morales became president of Bolivia. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, I knew some of that, but that was a nice little refresher, Jorge, and very substantive for what was meant to just be an icebreaker. Uh, good job. Well, so, yeah, so, 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 so what I'm saying is that there's some Zoomer out there who's like going to be radicalized from the tyrant Biden taking away his jewel pod and going to be like, no, we're going to take it back. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if, if not for the jewel pods, then I think... Uh, I think everything you just said, Jorge, I think is kind of a great opener. Not just we just did an icebreaker, but opener because uh, I think in the United States right now, we're seeing uh, this overt creeping towards uh, the overt fash. And, um, you know, instead of organizing, wait, wait, you know, wait, 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 uh, wait, what happened? Uh, uh, well, well, <laughs> well, that's what we're going to talk about. But instead of um, organizing uh, among like working class lines, instead of uh, building solidarity, um, the well, they're liberals, they're not leftists, but our liberal uh, elected officials uh, in lieu of uh, in lieu of any of that organizing, they're telling us that we need to just vote in response to uh, some pretty terrible uh, Supreme uh, Court decisions that we're going to talk about. Would you need to vote? Would you get out to vote? <laughs> we need you. We need you to well, vote. We need no. to vote out the Supreme we Court. Don't, <laughs> don't. It's not enough just to vote, guys. You also have to give them money. Don't forget. That oh, part. dog. Did I, man? I post. I posted it on. All right. We can know we're gonna get into it, but I just have to preface everything we're today. We're getting into with this is that I know everybody's been getting fucking emails, right? Because obviously, guys, we're gonna talk about the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade and a couple of other horrible cases. They're all bad, but everybody's been getting this weekend, past weekend. Emails and text messages, I'm sure. Dog, I got one today oh, that, yeah. <laughs> that literally said, I posted it. It literally said, like, you know, because it's like a template. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So instead of, like, it's supposed to say your name and then, like, hey, did you hear? But it said, like, in in brackets, name, you know? No. Like, just blank. Because I guess they did, were just, did, whoever did, was supposed did, to send did it. Did somebody fuck up the action network? <laughs> Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody <laughs> fucked up, like, the quality control check on the fucking messages and nice. didn't even. So that is how bad the response is to. to but, yes, well, what, 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 so what happened? You can't even properly beg for money that's not going to do anything. <laughs> exactly, JB, exactly. Aww. Okay, hold on a sec. I just realized that there's cat food inside uh. the bag, and that's why my cat is so interested in it. So I have to go put it away before she chews through it. With her little bitch teeth and <laughs> makes a big mess. All right. That's fine. Yeah, that's right. I called you a little bitch. You don't understand me because you're <laughs> <a> cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I think that's why I've been tired lately, man. I think that's why I've been, like, like depressed and tired because, uh, I to be honest, I, just, I, I think I think that was me for the past few days a little bit because I was uh I I it got oh. to me a little bit, but gotta gotta push through. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. What's going on? Are we talking about how tired we are again? Well, because uh why don't why don't we just jump into so what's what what's because I was I mean, saying that's fine. I could talk about that forever. What, just kidding. No, 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 no. Well I was saying well I was saying that like <laughs> Well, I was saying that I'm tired, I think, because of uh, all of this bad fucking news, man. So I've just been, it's been weighing heavy on my psyche. So, uh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So I guess let's just, let's, let's get into it. What did the Supreme Court guys did some, uh, did some pretty bad shit, as they often do, but some really yeah, bad shit. Honestly, someone should really do something about it. Honestly, Court. do they oh, have, do they have Secret Service? They do. Okay. They do. They mm. they got just throwing they, that out they, there they, for, they, for any um, they, brave patriot. No, no. It's important to mention, and I, this is not a suggestion of anything. This is just like an important fact to mention. How interesting that for the entire history of the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court justices had never really had Secret Service until one week before the Roe v. Wade decision was over, overturned. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And hmm. and that bill, I'm pretty sure every single senator voted for it. Every single senator. All your faves voted wow. for that bill. Yeah. Even even Bernie? I'm pretty sure. I, let me check right now. Even AOC? No, no, I said senators. I don't know what the I don't, senators I, probably. I, I, right. I wasn't sure about the uh, 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 the the house the house bill. Like, yeah. Well, well, so uh, well, that's awfully uh, optimistic about our side. Yeah. Maybe we should be uh, a little bit encouraged hey, uh, that they hey, think someone might hey. actually fucking do something. To, to, to the credit of Cory Bush and AOC, they voted against this bill. Okay. Well, good for them. Good for them. But, um, so. What about the other squad? Squad? I, 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 I didn't look deeper. Let me see. Let me see. Um, Ilhan and Rashida are generally pretty based. Jamal Bowman mm-hmm. voted against it. Yeah, there Rashida, are. There are. Rashida Tlaib voted against it. And Ayanna Presley voted against it. Oh, good for yeah. them. But y'all, this is this is where. But that's the, there are other people, but from the squad, that's it. I didn't. There's one person that wasn't there. If you notice, but I'm not gonna say who it is. But they did not vote against it. Well, uh, yeah, like. Then, I'm like, like way too brain dead to like think of everyone who's in the squad right now and like use the process of elimination. But I'm sure people listening will be able to do it very easily. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's get into it then, y'all. Like Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. I mean, like there's uh, mm. there they made it easier to conceal carry. Uh, they made it. Uh, they gave the states pretty much just the free reign to conduct elections federal elections however the fuck they want no. i think that was today no no they that, they have so that that they haven't decided on they they, they haven't decided on they, that yet they decided to, to take on for their next term for their next term this right. is the next term but, okay but, and then but uh-huh. the thing that you kind of said like that it's pretty likely almost a given that they will decide mm-hmm. that they, yes that which is a very bad situation of state legislatures can just decide how they do any election period 
Yeah. States' rights, y'all. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Well, I mean, the states, the states already run the the states already run like state election. The parties already run right. like state elections. But, but this elections. is like, yeah, this is like this is gonna make it like yeah. And then uh, there's the EPA one too, Jorge, that you sent us in the chat, where basically it's kind of railed in the Clean Air Act, you know, and kind of said that uh, uh it can't do this, that, and the other with regards to carbon emissions. Yeah, so, and, and there's a there's a few other yeah. ones that um you know looking at the note like the the Warren mentioned that are also bad. Example, the Supreme Court decided in this term that the government is allowed to withhold information about torture on CIA black sites, that the Supreme Court decided that they will, in fact, deny uh, Social Security benefits to residents of Puerto Rico. They will... Uh, oh, also, a cop can't if a if a police officer doesn't read you your Miranda rights, you don't have it's uh, you don't have the constitutional right to sue them. That's correct uh, for that. that. That's another one that passed uh, last week. Yep, yep. Basically saying like they can just do it; doesn't really matter. Um, they could just like not read it. Not no con- no yeah. no consequences. Um, oh, also um, undermine the establishment clause. Basically, the the outcome of that essentially is that it forces states that. Private religious schools must be funded. Oh yeah, because it was wow. that it was that case with the with the coach with the uh, with the whatever coach whatever for whatever sport. Oh, that that, that basically that, that's actually a different case. That's like basically. That, okay, so that's a different case. Yeah. That okay, so is that the praying one where no. uh, schools? Okay, the, the 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 coach one. Yeah, it's the praying one, basically saying that yes, also that uh, public school teachers or you know people who are involved in the public school system can in fact lead people for christian prayers yeah i mean dog it's just well it's just like there's also uh, we're not done here go ahead go ahead ahead. ahead. this was was also a pretty bad one too uh that they undermine tribal sovereignty by saying that all tribal land is just part of the state and the the state can just exercise jurisdiction on that land what are they please i mean was that ever not true for real, though? Well, I mean, the fact is, like, they, they the thing is, like, tribal land, they had, like, some pr- control, like, some, like, independence, mm. but they're just basically reeling it back. Yeah. Uh. And, I mean, I think, too, the, the attitude towards the uh, majority opinion um, is reflective in their language because they kept referring to indigenous people um, as Indians, you know, yeah. um, quote, Indians. So it's just like, I mean... Whether, Jamie, good point, like, this is, like, like some of this stuff, right, some of the decisions that were made, um, on the one hand, I'm not trying to be black pill and cynical, right, but on the one hand, especially in the South with the concealed carry thing, I was kind of like, yo, or even abortion, right, like, in Texas, for example, I mean, like, abortion is pretty much, pretty much outright banned, right? Because I think it's like it's a, it's banned well, at like six weeks or something. Well, it's like it's well, it's, 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 it's 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 not, it's not banned. It's just like it's there, not there, banned. There but nothing it, to enforce it, a protection of it. Exactly. Was Texas, one of the states with the trigger laws. Yeah, that, Texas like, is one of the states with the trigger it? laws. Yeah, I think Georgia. I don't want to actually don't quote me on that because I'm not sure. But my point is this: is that all of these things, like on the one hand, it could be cynical and be like, well, I mean, that shit was already pretty much, um, um, sort of not codified but it was already happening in this country whether or not like the supreme court strikes it down but on the other hand um this is just like i think this is like one of those times where i was kept thinking about the lenin quote you know where weeks where decades happen in weeks you know i think that's the second half of the quote right and it's like all of the things that have happened in the past week with the supreme court decisions has been like 
yo, this, I know the conception of history is that it's this, you know, class antagonism and class struggle. And it's not like one event that precipitates other things. But this is like, these are some decisions where I think like maybe like 20 years from now, people will look back at this week, maybe even like a couple years from now and just be like, yo, that shit was crazy. And maybe that was a time in which like, the ruling class and the right reaction really like grabbed for power, you know. I mean, and, uh, I mean well, it's, a, it's yeah. been a long process. Right. It's been a long yeah. time coming. Yeah. So you know, it, decades where weeks happen, and and weeks where decades happen. That's what happened. They're they're doing what what we're always trying to do, right? Exactly. Which is to sort of operate underground all the time, build a base, build your power, and then at the opportune moment you strike. So you know they can. D- they can do that too. Uh, I guess fucking well dug old mole. Mm. Um, and it's really too bad uh, the other party that's like super duper in power right now is not doing that. Um, remember when they announced it, like giving the Democrats like a fuck ton of time a head to start. Uh, do like, <laughs> literally fucking anything. Yeah. And the, the response uh, by Democrats on the on the Capitol Hill, you know, it's it, it'd be it'd be hilarious if it wasn't so tragic if like they're just like let's talk they're just like, oh we're gonna sing God bless America. I'm like, what does that do? Now let's run through that. Now let's <laughs> run, let's run through this. Let's run through this because this when this happened and just like these are one of the things are like dog like I couldn't even of course I'm mad, but I'm almost like yo this is like parody. So as you said Jorge, while they're after the system boondocks episode honestly. Literally, this is a boondock shit, dog. Like, there are people, there are protesters outside of the Supreme Court building that are, like, you know, chant, like chanting and shit like that. You can hear them. Um, and then, um, so this is what it was, is that the Democrats were singing, House Democrats, I think, were singing God Bless America. But to be fair, they were singing God Bless America because of the, um, because of the gun, quote, reform bill that they had passed, which... The quote reform bill was something like um, it expands background checks to uh, people that are under 21 and it also creates financial incentives for laws to um, implement um, um, like red flag laws. Right. So to make it again harder for people that shouldn't be getting guns, probably shouldn't be getting guns to get guns. But because the Supreme Court the day before literally passed down that expanded concealed carry, it pretty much nullified the bill that went through the Senate that Biden signed. So optics, dog, why are you the day that the Supreme Court decision about Roe v. Wade comes out? Why do you still go with the plan and say, all right, fuck it. We're still going to sing God bless America on the steps. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> like this is why, like, in my opinion, Veep, the HBO show, is the greatest <laughs> political satire of all time. It's a documentary, like, man. Inter- you know, I have never seen, you know, I've never watched it. No, I need to watch that. No, it's, it is, it's because pretty good. The thing is like, it's definitely a satire, but like I just hate these people so much that it's still hard for me to watch without getting angry. Because it's like it's incredible? not just a satire. It looks like it's like sorry, Hori. It looks like like these the way these people act. No, but like the thing is like the 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 beep is pretty apolitical. That's what's amazing about it. It doesn't really try hmm. to say anything. It's just like literally. It doesn't try to take sides. No, and it's like okay, holy shit. They just really didn't try to do anything, and they ended up being like, "This is just like what, like, how?" I mean, clearly, it's it meant it clearly meant to be like more like you know, Democrat, right? It's like that's, yeah, like, that's yeah. what it, that's what it, it is. But it really mm-hmm. take like really like like you watch that and you're like, "Wow, Selena Meyer, the the main character of Beep, it's like this is just Kamala Harris, like it's just like yeah." <laughs> like it's just like wow oh, it's like wow like this is not even like they weren't even thinking about that they're just like this is what they would act and it's what they would do and but like so true but like you know on that Aaron it's like it's 
it is it is truly awesome like how like they just not meeting the moment like they're, they're so yeah. not meeting the moment in in such a, a significant way like really like they're just like you know we'll see what happens right or it's like or or Joe- well, what did Kamala Harris say? Well, let's well let's talk about oh. what she said yesterday. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm watching you from my private chat. And she just, yes. she just, and she just has, she just has her mouth like not even her hand on her cheek, and she's like, hmm, like concerned. oh no, oh no, <laughs> dude. Also, to Nancy Pelosi, I mean Kamala's response too. I mean that was the where day. Where is she? Like, of- I'm not. I don't care about these people really, but just I'm like, where the fuck is she? Is she the vice president? I've not seen her. Well, at dude, all. they put her out. No, this is what they do, Jorge, is that every time there's something that the administration doesn't want to deal with, they send <laughs> Kamala Harris out to do it. Because when she was talking to Dana Bash from but that's CNN. Like, that's like from Beep. Well, dude, well, this is when she was getting roasted, right? Because Dana Bash had asked her. And, dude, I didn't even know that. It was so bad. It, it was, if you haven't. <laughs> like. If you haven't seen this, you guys need to honestly, see this. It's honestly, honestly, that rocks. Like, honestly, like, like one of the <laughs> one of the only things that Joe Biden is doing right is like that he probably doesn't like Kamala Harris because like you know Kamala Harris went after him and called him a racist. But he's like, yeah. you know, he plays like the long game. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna bring her here, ruin her career. She is never <laughs> yeah. gonna be president. Uh, he's got her. That's true, actually. Maybe he's a lot craftier than we all he's think. He's petty. But Politicians yeah, are petty. Think, that's one thing for sure. I think, oh, absolutely. That's one thing we can definitely count on. Um, but yeah, I think do what is probably going to be up there with uh, do not come yeah. as Kamala's great, widely memed legacy. Uh, someone, someone used do not come recently. It's like this is a Democrat policy towards no more abortion. Do not come. Do not come. Do not. Do not come. <laughs> well, I mean, like for anybody that doesn't know, uh, Dana, she did an interview with Dana Bash real quick. Yeah, it was a short interview, and Dana Bash asked her, um, "Does the Biden administration plan to uh, put abortion clinics on federal lands? Okay. Does the Biden? Of course, they are not going to do and that. And no, of course, that's very exactly reasonable thing not within our power. It. Yeah, and I didn't think I didn't think that Biden could do that, but apparently, it is within his power. Then um, she was like. Are they going to carve out or, I guess, suspend, temporarily suspend the filibuster mm-hmm. in order to codify Roe v. Wade, which the Democrats or uh, both parties have done before, Congress has done before, for much, like, farther less things, like, I don't know, like, budget reasons or tax cuts or some stupid shit like that, you know, which, um, nah, man, they're not going to do either one of those things. And what she said was, like, uh, you know, we have an election coming up in 130-odd days. That's a long and, uh, time. we got some Senate seats. Yeah. That's exactly. thing, that's, if someone gets pregnant now, they're, they're almost going to be birthed by then. They're, I think I think they would be like, well, that would have been great if I had acted yeah. that a while ago. Yeah, I have to wait 130 days um, after after. I'm going to abort my newborn in January. <laughs> yeah, a exactly. Long, a long time in, uh, in pregnancy time. It's a very long time in pregnancy time. So, uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. No, they're not going to do shit. But, like, Joe Biden doesn't actually believe in abortion rights. So, like, why, why would he why, do why, anything? Why are you expecting the Catholic president to, to, to be against, to be for abortion? I mean, to be fair, there are plenty of Democrats who I think sincerely do believe in abortion rights who also haven't done anything. Mm. So, you know, maybe let's not single out the Catholics. But it is remarkable the number of times in his career that Joe Biden has voted to restrict abortion rights, said stuff like, 
I don't believe a woman should be the sole arbiter of what happens in her body. That's almost like a direct quote. Mm. As recently he said, as he said, he said, 2020... He said, he said men's rights. Men's rights. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. As recently as 2020, he had to be like strong-armed into uh, supporting the repeal of the Hyde Amendment. 2020, that's amazing. Barring, that was two years ago. <laughs> the thing barring um, federal funds from being used for abortion in um, for Medicaid patients, which, by the way, is still in effect. New York, though, is, uh, they, they can still use state funds. And I know this because I have a friend who used Medicaid to pay for her abortion. Mm. And even I was like, wow, you can do that? Just because, like, the laws are so bad generally. Oh, yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I was like, I, I support damn, that. good for good for us, good for New York. At least we're we're doing I, something I, fr- right. A friend of mine, uh, she was telling me, I will not, I will not say who it is, but a friend of mine said that they they were able to get some of their trans uh, uh, gender affirmation stuff through Medicaid. You see, oh, but yeah. but see, that's the thing, y'all. Is this like I live in Georgia, right? Like in new in states like new york like i'm not gonna say that it's going to be um it's not going to be harder for people right but like states like new york are actually willing to do something about this and abortion is a constitutional right in new york well in well in here in the south it's like that's why when democrats say just vote and especially with that bill that they're gonna vote on um that supreme court thing they're gonna vote on next term where it expands the power of the state to run elections. Some at some point the Democrats telling you just vote, whether you live in New York or live in Georgia, won't even fucking matter. Why, right? why don't, right why don't now, you just like, why don't you just go somewhere else that's like not a red state, huh? If you really don't like it then. Yeah. Well that's when they're gonna say, like, why don't you just go to like China or Cuba? And I'll be like, Well, actually, like, I might as well, you know. Or they're going to blame the people who live in the red states and say, oh, you know what? It serves you right when you're when your mistress can't get an abortion because you uh, you voted to overturn Roe. Like, let's just punish every single person who could get pregnant in every red state because like a tiny minority of people there. Uh, voted for the worst schools to run also, the government. Also, can I call out two things I've, I've, I've started mm. seeing that I think it's important to call out? First, mm. I've started seeing this trend that's like a little, like, I think unproductive in my opinion, where, where people point out that, oh, well, like, wealthy women will always be able to get abortions. Well, it's like, well, I don't know if, like, that's, like, as much of a dunk as people think in my opinion because, like, this is, like, such a natural thing to try to, like, have like that's such an oppressive measure that you can actually mm-hmm. create a cross-class alliance on this oppressive measure that don't yeah. why are you trying to mm-hmm. yeah that's how did how do you think we yeah. got this right in the first like, why place? are you trying mm-hmm. to separate out it's like well yeah sure i guess but it's like also no one no one should be having have to go a long distance to try to get an abortion. It should be able to access. Yeah, even if they have the money no. to do it, you yeah. know. What I'm I saying? mean, I get, I get where they're coming from because it obviously will. The effects of it will fall disproportionately on the poor, as usual mm-hmm. with these sorts of things. But um, yeah, that doesn't mean that uh, rich white ladies shouldn't care about this. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they should for both like selfish and non-selfish right. reasons. Yeah. Especially because, like, it will also cover things like um, an ectopic pregnancy, yeah. which is an emergency. You can't travel to a different no. state. You will die before that happens. Mm. So, um, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll have to happen to someone in someone's family who has power for them to get right. it. I don't know. Uh, and mm-hmm. the other thing I want to call out, and this is also concerning, is um, there's like this trend. Again, I don't really see people on the left say this, but although maybe some have. But a lot of liberals, and they've done this for a long time, but it's starting to happen again because what's happened? They have said things like, oh, the Supreme Court and the GOP are an American Taliban. No, shut the fuck up. That, that, you, no, I, I'm really mm. passionate about this because like, this is like a, quite frankly, racist and Islamic phobic thing to say for a variety of reasons. One is that, but also it's like they're trying to like whitewash something that's a uniquely American situation. Like, no, don't try to like make this be like, oh, we're like a third world country. No, fuck you. Third world countries and global South countries have much better, many of them have much better uh, abortion rights than the United States has right now. And also, I mean, and also, it's like, it's so ignorant and racist to say that because, like, these people probably don't even know that, like, abortion is a protected right under Islam. A first trimester mm-hmm. abortion is permitted. And, you know, under the Taliban, there are better abortion rights than in the United States. That's, wa- that's wild. Um, apparently, Ireland now, too, has better abortion rights than yeah. the U.S. Yeah. Didn't really didn't really see that one coming. Um, also, in Mexico, Mexico, I believe... Very Catholic country. They just decided... They just recently decided that... It, before, that before this decision, it was only legal in Mexico City. Mm. Um, and those rights are now expanding. Also, they have, in Mexico, a widely available misoprostone. Am I pronouncing that right? I hope so. Um, It's one of the drugs in um, RU486, otherwise known as the abortion Mm -hmm. pill, otherwise known as Plan C. And it's, um, yeah, you can't just buy the abortion pill in Mexico either, but you can buy that particular drug and use it for an off-label use because it's the on the official use is an ulcer drug. So for a lot of people who live in, say, Texas near the border, it will be much, much easier for them to just go to Mexico for the day and go to the pharmacy and buy some miso and hope for the best uh, uh, rather than travel, you know, potentially hours and hours and hours in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's, that's fun to think yeah, about. And also, it's just, I think it, to me, this is a real moment, you know, for those of us that are on the left, they're socialists, they're communists, they're anarchists. We should take this moment not to try to be like, oh, ha, 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 like you, how wrong you are. You know, I was out on protest day after, like day of, sorry, not the day after, day of it happened on uh, out in New York City, Washington Square Park, did walk and everything. And there were a lot of people who I would categorize as liberals. But it definitely had a different feel than I would say other ones that, that have had liberals that I've been to protest and rallies with. And that they're ready to hear opinions that are outside. Because they're, they're a, there's a keen awareness that yeah. right now the Democrats are not meeting the task. And they're aware whatever the model that they have is not correct. And they mm. need, and the, even this idea of like a oh, progression of history, that is not true. And they know it's yeah. not true. That's not reality. Like, and mm. so it's like, they're, so for those who are listening and also those of us, be patient with them. Not everyone is in the same yeah. level of political development as you are. And, you know, mm. yeah. great that you are where we are, but if they're, if you talk to them, 
you know, don't make, don't belittle them. Like, listen to them because yeah. I, this is a very real moment for them right now. And I think you should try yeah. to, we should try to op- accept them with open arms, totally. not try to like see how, how nice we, how smart we are and dunk on them. Yeah. It's a teachable moment. I totally agree. And when I dunk on the libs, I am primarily referring to elected Democrats and, you know, um, fucking irredeemable PMCs. Mm. I'm never referring to nice, normal liberals who could maybe be won over. Although, oh, whoa. Sorry, there's like a really loud noise in the street just now. Totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, I, I, I did want to mention, though, to an ad that like, um, you know, I think like at a time like this, it's like, you know, we don't like need to be like, like beating up on each other. You know, like none of us have like the power that could have like i mean collectively we do but like jamie like we're saying like none of us are elected officials right like maybe you don't want to like you know be um be attacking people that sure you know maybe they're you know in your mentions being really annoying about voting but i mean when you see them out on the street and in real life like you know be patient with these people you know because um like none of us have that power we do collectively but none of that us have that power individually where we could have changed the outcome of this right this has been a project that has been like you know happening for like the past 50 years you know so i also think too i want to mention you said something Jorge, and i don't i thankfully have i've it's happened to me actually the day of the ruling and i've seen it online before but um like white liberals um again as i was just talking about pitting people against one another specifically like this is just something that they do man Whenever, like, civil liberties and rights are eroded, which, yes, disproportionately affect black and brown people in the working class first, for some reason, white liberals love to compare it to, like, the black struggle, right? They love to, like, oh yo, God. I mean, like, they, I've, we've seen this shit, the, some of the most diseased shit online, like, you know, the white liberals calling Clarence Thomas the N-word or calling uh, Clarence Thomas, like, an Uncle Tom or shit like that. But I've you saw this. You can't be this saying that. Me, like, you can't, you're not, can't be the judge of dude, that. Dude, this happened to me in real life, yo, at the bar where this, like, white lady was, like, being, like, really, like, oppression Olympics with me and my black friend. And it was kind of like, dude, like, why do you have this? So on the one hand, like, you know, um, exercise. It's not well, a contest. Me, uh, yeah, it's not a contest. And I exercise patience. But on the other hand, like, I mean, I think like if that if you if you are approached with that kind of like oppression Olympics, like kind of language, like be be sort of like talk about like solidarity, you know, like yeah. try to be like, hey, this is not like side a contest about who gets pissed on. the. Yeah. You know, sidestep that shit. Uh, don't get well. I got mad, but I sidestepped it too. But it is very frustrating, man. But because uh, the fucking libs, man. Yeah, I, I've seen, and it's not the first time I've seen this, but I've seen people. And this is just like, I can understand their point. Mm. I can, I, I get what they're saying, but they shouldn't be framing it in this way. I saw signs, and I've seen them many times before. You've seen this phrase before. Um, it, might, it might even be like a John Lennon quote. I don't know. It is a John Lennon yeah. song. I know exactly what you're talking get, about. Yeah, it's like it's like basically it's like women are the end word of the world. World. Yeah. I think it might have originally been Yoko okay. Ono. The point being, it's I'm like everything it's, up it's like it's like I can understand the impetus of that, but no. Yeah, it's also just hey, saying like, what hey about guys? Don't worry, you're both the N word in different ways. We're both we're both the N word of the world in different ways. I mean, it's just like, dude, it's we, just it's, sometimes sometimes I get oppressed, and sometimes you get oppressed, and sometimes we all get oppressed. It's great. Yeah, and, and you know, it's just like you don't have to like. I mean, although a quote like that too, like, just says, okay, so what about black 
women, right? Right, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just means, like, it's also just, like, when somebody like Dave Chappelle, like, pits, like, trans people and black people against each other, it's like, what about black trans people? Yeah. Like, do they just not... Yeah, they just not factor in or exist. So it's just like, you know, um, but again, thankfully, like, this is, like, I guess what I'm worried about, too, is, like, a lot of, because we're, like, powerless, and a lot of the shit that I see in online spaces... I tend to see sometimes I'm seeing bleed over into real life because I think like nobody really has any power. Nobody really knows what the fuck to do. Right. right? So like, you know, we're all kind of coming off of this outrage machine. Right. That's like, you know, starts online and like it bleeds over in real life and nobody knows what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I don't know, man. We just got to be patient, but also be um be aware and cognizant in our arguments, you know, that we make to people. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and like, OK, this is a. I'm glad you brought this up, Aaron, because, like, I have noticed, even on the left sometimes, um, people react by lashing out at one another or punching sideways or punching down mm. uh, because that's just what we're so trained to do right. under capitalism, mm. uh, under this, like, competitive and atomized doggy-dog economy, uh, this, this, this labor regime. So... Yeah, let's try to fucking remember that and um, try to try to punch up, guys. Indeed. I know that's like a cliche at this point, we but like, let's not be co- let's not be competing right. with other people to see who's more pressed. Let's just say, hey, there's there's a bunch of shitty stuff going on. And we all have to work together. We, we also Indeed. we also have to remember, uh, even though we might feel alone, we're not alone. We have each other in the sense, and that's at, in fact, it's a more difficult thing to try to understand and like accept because like it makes. Uh, you know, uh, that's why also I feel passionate about a lot of the irony because I think irony is, is breeds out of cynicism and like for, mm-hmm. to build solidarity, you have to be sincere and, mm-hmm. and it's like sincere requires vulnerability. Like you have to be mm-hmm. like, I see you and you see me and we have each other. And that's like, you know, mm-hmm. that's not real. It's kind of corny. It can be corny, but that's okay because we have to be thinking in those terms. Otherwise we're not going to win. Like the Democrats are not going to do anything. Republicans are, not, are, yeah. are leading the charge on this one in terms of oppression, but sometimes the Democrats do too. You know, the people in power, for the most part, are not going to do anything, and nor should you expect them to do it. The only people who are going to do it is ourselves. We ourselves are going to be the ones who save ourselves. That's right. Mm. Hashtag corny communism. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if you know about this, Jorge. We talked, we've talked about this. Uh, God, no, not on this show. Haha. I talked about it on the Antifada, uh, but you know what? It was mine, and I'm taking it with me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hashtag corny communism. Yeah, and, and it is. It is. Um, it can These times can be quite scary. But also, to touch upon an abortion for 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 men, like I think who are listening, who I suppose is the majority of our listeners, that <laughs> it, it's like you shouldn't like. I know there's like a there's like this trend to say. You know, women should speak up, and of course, women should speak up about this. This is something that uh, uh, women, but also other people who can get pregnant, they should speak up about this. Absolutely. But even if you can't get pregnant, especially if you're a man, you have you also should speak up about this because this also affects mm-hmm. you. And it's yeah. not and not even just saying from like this like really dumb like kind of like oh well, what if like you're like this this chick you hook up with gets pregnant no none of that i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like kind of like what jamie's talking about in terms of like a coptic pregnancies like people who you care about might die and are not able to get 
the treatment that they need. Or the people who you care about, the people who are around you, who need an abortion but can't now. Mm. Like, that mm. matters. Mm. And, yeah, I yeah. totally agree, obviously, mm. with all that. But mm. it's also, like, it's all connected, you know? Like, all of these different issues, um, whether we're talking about restrictions on abortion, uh, restrictions on LGBT people, especially gender-affirming care for trans people, um, like, college debt, austerity, you know, not having Medicare for all. Mm -hmm. All of these things are related to class oppression, Mm -hmm. which I I think all these other oppressions stem from, it's so many ways, but just think about uh, what like the labor secretary has been saying about how, oh, the labor market is too favorable to workers. Wages are too high. We need more people to be competing for the same number of jobs so that wages go, can go down because that's what we're, we decided to blame inflation on. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we need more people to join the army. I mean, and, I mean, I mean you know, to be fair. That's not going to happen if we... Uh, if we let them have a nice right. life without doing that, like it's all it's social reproduction. It's it's the demands of capital. Right. Yeah. And if you think that that's not going to affect you uh, as a as like a, wake, a working class dude, then, you know, you got mm. another thing but, coming. But all, you know, to be fair on the point about inflation, uh, and we could, we, we could we can make an episode about this at some point. But like. Mm. That is true, in part, that part of the reason why prices are going up is because workers are being paid more because, of course, companies want to raise their prices because they want to keep maintaining the rate of exploitation. But mm. the, 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 that's an, an empirical, that is an up, up, a real empirical example of the bourgeois state, the capitalist state, saying, all right, we know there are two factors here. Prices are rising up. Uh, and part of it has to do with like you know competing market and trying to be competitive in the uh, co- companies that are being, being competitive and wanting to say raise prices and in terms of other things you know primary factors like materials like agriculture or or iron or you know other things like that were used to make other things that is going up because of scarcity whether it's because mm-hmm. of like sanctions or other things like that then they have to use that to make other things, so they have to raise prices. That's one factor. But another factor is the reality that, yes, workers are also demanding that they get paid more, which is good. We are in support of that. But you have these two things, and and the thing is also capitalist raising prices in reaction to that. You can say, all right, we have workers that are demanding higher wages, or we have to have capitalists that are ones who are choosing to raise prices the decision mm. that they go after is the workers, not the capitalists. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and, yeah, and that's an empirical, and, and I think it's an important point. We have to point that this is a something you can point to as real empirical evidence that the state, the capitalist state, is in fact telling you and showing you that they are in fact on the side of capitalists, not workers. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the workers get fucked either way yeah. because they're saying, all right, you could choose between having higher wages and having lower prices on the basket of commodities that you need to survive. So basically, either way, the workers are going to be left holding the bag. And, you know, like, I don't know. Call me crazy. Seems like a bad system. Seems like maybe we should just fucking get rid of it and produce things and distribute them based on human need 
rather than the vicissitudes of the That's market. Right. But, you know, I'm just a dumb bitch on the internet. <laughs> but if you want to know more about this, you know, we're talking about this. If you haven't listened to it, check out our series on Stain Revolution by Lenin that we talk about this yes. in depth, theoretically. Oh, we're, there's so much more where that came from, yeah. too. Um, did you guys want to talk about the president? <laughs> Who's going to run for president? Oh, I've got, sorry, I keep like phrasing things in a very weird way because I'm tired. Yeah. Um, um, apparently, Biden mm-hmm. thinks he's going to run again, but other people are like, "Really? Are you sure about that, dog?" And then, and then, uh, Hillary Clinton. There's rumblings. I mean, I feel like this. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 there, there yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there was rumblings again. Stop it. Yeah, for running in again <laughs> oh, in 2024. Fuck. So it's just like, you know what? I welcome it. Yo, honestly, yo, I, I told y'all, I told y'all this Hashtag movie. Hashtag still uh, with her. I told y'all this movie with the Zoom. I, I am so checked out of a, and listen, man, like, uh, yes, I understand that, like, electoralism or voting is a, is a tool in the toolbox, and, you know, I'm not saying uh, that harm reduction debatable. is, it is debatable, but I mean, again, I live in the <laughs> South where it literally doesn't fucking matter, so, I mean, like, I feel like I'm kind of entitled, you know, to kind of have this fucking view, especially I've been living here for a bit. But um, I do not give a shit, man. I really don't like. If you were talking about it too, it's like if AOC, if AOC, let's say AOC ran. I mean, like, who am I? What? I'm not gonna fucking lie. Like, of course, I would fucking probably like find that little bit of um fire I have in me, whatever I had for Bernie, like deep down in my soul. But yeah. uh, I don't, I don't even give a shit you know, anymore. I, man. I first of all, I want to be clear. Mm. I would never ever anything negative about a DFA endorsed candidate, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. First of all, that's my public uh, uh, statement on that. Uh-huh. So I think that I think she's doing great right now. And I, and I, I mean this seriously. I think right now mm. what she's saying, she is there's a real void, a real vacuum in leadership mm. in a Democratic Party. Mm. And now I don't necessarily have a, I'm not real. I'm what one foot in a Democratic Party, one foot out in the sense of mm. I'm only in it for it's the only game in town for electoral politics in a math way that mm. socialists can run in. That's why I care about it. That's it. I don't, that's really the only reason. But the fact that she is saying things that are, you know, quite frankly, right, we didn't get to really talk about it, but in terms of like Roe v. Wade, she's saying, what was it like? It says, one, just don't vote for anti-choice Democrat, which should be obvious, but yeah. To be said. But then yeah. also her strategy in terms of the Roe v. Wade is like, why is this, you know, singular congresswoman saying this and not say the Speaker of the House or the President of the United States? Things like mm-hmm. we need to restrain judicial review. We need to expand mm-hmm. the Supreme Court. We need to open up clinics on federal lands. We need to expand education and access to Plan C. We need to repeal the Hyde Amendment. We need to have floor votes codifying Griswold, Obergefell, Lawrence, and Loving. Uh, which, if you don't know, have to do with gay marriage, have to do mm-hmm. with interracial marriage. Yes, these things are not codified on a federal level. These can be removed by the Supreme Court, which they are looking at. That's what Clarence Thomas said in the Roe v. Wade uh, 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 proceeding. Um, and to vote on a, a bill that protects cl- clinics. And she said, you know, we can do this. We can at least try to do this, which, which I think is, uh, you know, it's these are very small. These are... These are big things, but also small things. Big things because we don't have them and they're very much at risk, but also mm. small things because this, you know, of course we don't think that these are this is socialism. This is not. Mm. This is like social reforms and 
can very and charitably can be considered social democracy. But the re- but the yeah. fact of the matter is, that is better than what we have now. I mean, it's not yeah. even necessarily social right. democracy here. It's like in this case, it's just like the bare fucking minimum of what the bourgeois political right. party that supports abortion rights right. should be doing right now. But they're not because things have really uh, degraded to uh, to a great degree. So, yeah, just the fact that she's the only one saying this stuff, um, like on the one hand, you know, good for her for being the only one who's like a quote unquote real Democrat. Although that's not really how I think about these things. Mm. Um, <laughs> but she's also like a Democrat. That's true. Yeah, but also, like, the end is also, like, a little bit depressing when she's like, we can do it. We can at least try. Like, she knows it's not going to fucking happen. Well, this happen. is this is the thing, man. This is where I'm just like, yo, I get a little bit, like, cynical and dejected. And when I'll be clear, too, where, like, none of us here believe that, like, our, you know, what needs to happen, needs to be done is, like, lies within, like, you know, people like AOC, right? Like, they're just a very, very, very small and short term, um, I guess, like sort of part of this. Right. But I guess for me, it's sort of like, all right. So you have like, you know, the squad, which is like a handful of people. And, um, you know, AOC is saying great things now, but they and it's no fault of their own because the progressives in the party. I mean, even though the Democratic Party has never really been the party of the people, at least there was a time with the dissolution. The Democratic Party to be the party of slavery. Well, exactly. Well, exactly. But like, check though, it used to at least like be able to, it had a con, there was a tentative contract between labor and capital where the Democratic right. Party spurned by union, you know, trade unionists and by um, civil rights leaders and the movement, not just leaders, but people on the ground, they were able to like, they were willing to at least like use this contract that they had and this, this uh, mandate that they had to get shit done. Right. But now like that contract is like, we're never going to get like another new deal. Right. So AOC, the progressives in like, well, the, the Congress, never, they're not. Never say never. History can surprise you. I, yo, man, I'll be honest with you, man. I'll maybe this is like the Trillbillies, like 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 black pilled route right here. But like, I truly like like doesn't mean that nothing at all will ever happen in this country. I'm not saying that, but like, I really cannot imagine the state being used to do anything for anybody anymore. And the fact that she, <laughs> the fact that the progressives are responding ad hoc as it's happening to stuff like this. I mean, at least that's something, well, right? Well, to, but the fact that it's just the minority of them doing that, it's just, and it's so little too late. It's just like, I don't well, know. Well, I want to be clear. Like, when I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, that it can happen again, it's not a mm-hmm. suggestion that I just want that. I, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that happening is also a concerning ch- transition. Because, because yeah. like, then it, I could totally see that being unto itself a demobilizing event. That's what happened last time in a sense of like... Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. it, That's why they fucking did it. It, it pacified yeah. people, which, you know, to be mm-hmm. fair, I, I do care about a increase, a massive increase in standard of living. I do care about like, things like that. But we saw it happen in American history. And then what ends up happening is like, all right, those rights get clawed back as well. And mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. until there is a fundamental reconfiguration of the foundation of this society Absolutely. can there be a permanent like re yeah. like a uh, 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 guarantee of certain rights yeah there'll be a That's restructuring right. of social organization exactly the way we organize society absolutely but i, I do want to be clear and too just say that like I do think that in the meantime, like short term, what she's doing is great. And I'm not like casting aspersions 
on her personally or, you know, any progressive. But I guess like I guess what I'm saying is just that it's sort of like this at times like this, we realize that we're really on our own, you know, and even yeah. the best intentioned, well-intentioned people like um, AOC. I mean, at the end of the day, um, there are limitations, right? I don't I'm not going to say personal limitations that she has. It's not about that because the left loves to talk about like what she actually believes in. Is she a real soul? No, it's not about that. It's no, about it's what not. she's actually capable of doing. Right. right? 100%. And same with Bernie. Right now. Same with Bernie. If, yeah. he, came, if, if he ran and somehow became president. That's the same mm-hmm. question. It's like, well, is he is it is that even capable? So, I mean, like, do you think? Yeah. I mean, look, I I do think I I want to know what people actually believe, but in the context of say the presidency, it's sort of a moot point anyway because yeah. it's not like the president can like pass a law to overthrow capitalism. Yeah, exactly. You know, he can, like, but, but on the even one, even if he wanted to, he couldn't. But on the one hand, though, what the president could do, which is what like I guess part of what FDR did, right? Besides, like you know, like actually doing things, just fucking do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when people are out there going on strike and making unions and right. shit like that, forming unions and shit, the best thing for you to fucking do and people on the ground is just do nothing. Don't fucking send the cops out. If anything, yo, I mean, if you don't even want to speak in favor of them, right, and say you're in favor of these things, at least don't speak against it, right? And I mean, like, I mean, that's what that that's is kind of what Trump yeah. did with like when his term was like, like look at like uh, Charlottesville. He's he's like. Yeah, there's some yeah. bad people, but there's also other bad people yeah. there too. And like also with like the state legislature, he didn't really send the National Guard for them, but he did for you know Black Lives Matter protesters. Exactly. He exactly. did he did so many dog whistles. He was so fucking great at that. Um you're right. You're absolutely no, he, right. He did, he did like, the right thing. Like that, that's there's a there's a reason. There's a reason why he has such a strong following. And it's not just simply like, oh, they just want like a like a daddy, although there's an aspect of that. There's a, there, there's yeah, the reality is because he really, really followed through on what he told that he want he was gonna do it for the base. And he and he like he knows his base. He knows that he represents white nationalism. Like, so so yeah. like that's why he's just like when some of that stuff was happening, kinda what you're saying, Aaron, he just stood mm-hmm. back or just didn't outright condemn him. Or like what he said about the Proud Boy, or I stand back and stand ready. What the fuck is that? Stand yeah. back and stand. Yeah, no. I mean, can you imagine if like one of us was president um, or like the equivalent to, you know, on the left would have to be Antifa. like someone who's sympathetic to like, yeah, like Antifa or on the tanky side, like, I don't know, like Maoist rebel news or some shit. Mm. Just like really, really some some extreme uh extreme super soldier like john hijinks. brown, john you, brown gun club or something like the, yeah like they would get killed so fast yeah. i mean but this, so fucking fast but you know what it would be cool while it lasted but see this is the thing that was like we were just talking about like the kind of like you know go back to what it, is like you know whether it's trump or the gop like they've had this decades-long project of overturning, like, um, not just overturning Roe v. Wade and kind of, like, doing all this, like, crypto-fascist shit, but, like... American of democracy, just, like, quite frankly. Say again? Like, American democracy as we know it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they just want to make this country more of what it already is, right? But, like, this has been, like, a decades-long project, and that's why, like, you know, I get... I think we're all kind of, like, like exasperated. That's not even the word for it anymore, because we've been hearing this shit since 2016, Right. That um, well, it was well, it's the left's fault. Right. And like we just had this window, this window of a couple of years in this period in time where like the left betrayed. I've literally seen shit like that. Right. And this is why this is happening now. And I think like, 
you know, more often than I think like actually people that like uh, aren't as diseased as us or as like liberals, they know that like, no, that's not what it is. Right. Like this shit has been happening before I was even fucking born. Yeah, for sure. But but at the same time, like the left, like the liberal, well, well, the left obviously needs that project, but the liberals just they don't have that kind of long term like like ideological project, you know. So that's why they got caught well, like, with do. their pants down. And we do, we do though. And that's the thing, man. And that's is important. That, like, that's you know, important. Yeah, coalition building. You know, I mean, to be fair, too, but also the leading. Right, did have. We need to. We need to lead right now. Like, yeah. there's a huge <laughs> like vacuum. And when I mean we, I'm not necessarily talking about those on the podcast. People who are listening, yeah, yeah. you should get into an organization. You know, I, I myself, Jamie. Uh, Aaron, we've all been, you know, various degrees, mm. been involved with DSA, but no, join other mm. organizations that whatever you feel comfortable with. But form a fucking affinity right. group if you're not into big organizations. Mm. Sorry, go on. No, I mean, like, we should be, you should, you should get involved, and we should, and what I mean, we is like, we as socialists, we as communists, we as like Marxists have to lead in this moment. Like, we have to, yeah. because then. That is how we start becoming the beginnings of, you know, the previous episode when we had Marvin Gonzalez, who's on the National Political Committee for DSA. Mm. He's right in the sense that there is not a working class as a, as a, as a coherent class, like, uh, political subject in this country. We need to start cohering mm. the working class. And then we start focusing on building a workers' party. And then we start focusing on building socialism. That's how, that's yeah. now, I'm not giving you specific things of what we need to do. That, that, can, that can only learn through struggle. Specifically, yeah. it can only be done through struggle. That's right. And you can only do it together right. with other people. You can't Absolutely. do it as an atomized individual, just uh, caught up in the spectacle, this constant fucking doom scroll feeding into your eyeballs 24 yeah, seven let, but, but let you know, that radicalize you to action mm -hmm. yeah yeah like i'm not saying that you should never doom scroll obviously there's a it. certain we no, all I fucking know, do, do it. it uh <laughs> but like you know when you have that bad feeling inside that it always gives you um try to use that to spur you to fucking do something like i i had this the, a lot of these kinds of conversations with um with the the guys at the Antifada as well. Like, how do we do a podcast that inspires people to get together and to act rather than just making them feel more comfortable in their alienation, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I don't, I still don't exactly know the answer to that, but, um, you know, if you guys want any tips for getting involved, uh, we're all friendly. You can talk to us, uh, Mm. On Patreon, you can talk to us in Discord our server. brand new Discord. Mm -hmm. You can, uh, I don't talk to each other. I think that's so, so, I mean, it's like very, very obvious to the point of being cliche, but it's so, 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 so important to really break through that, um, that, that neoliberal atomization that we all have from living in hell world. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, that's you know, right. and really, you know, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I really don't want to keep harping on this, but it's like, that's the only way it's going to keep going. You know, part of our project here on this show is we want to be talking about theory. We want to we want to be talking about history. We want to help you connect dots. But at the end of the day, we're interested here in making everyone listening into working class intellectuals and also mm. work and also be involved. We, we do not believe in history and theory isolated from each other, but also mm. isolated from what's going on in the world. 
we believe mm-hmm. that those things are reflective of things that are happening, but also things that can happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like, you know, again, like, um, you know, I mean, I think for everybody, it's uh, it's just been like a hell of a week where, uh, again, like I aged like 10 years in less than a week, I feel. Yeah, I feel like I'm um, 46. Yeah, I feel I feel incredibly. Uh, but I mean, like everything like you guys were saying, I mean, like, I don't know, the only way out is through together, you know. So uh, you, you, like I think we've hit this point where. Again, that Marvin episode, if you haven't listened to it, that we did with Marvin Gonzalez, you should. But that Marvin episode is like, you know, we were talking about how there's this important historical moment of conjuncture where it can either go one of two ways. You know, um, it could either go, you know, what the direction that we're inclined to, you know, this uh, um, social democratic socialist, maybe even communist at some point, um, post-scarcity society, or we can just kind of descend into fascism. Right. And um, I don't know, man, now is that kind of time, you know, now feel I mean, it's always been that time. But I feel like now the contradictions are so heightened to a point that they can no longer be ignored. And um, yeah, join an organization. Talk to your neighbors. Talk to your coworkers. Yeah. you know, and, and just, I mean, donate to an abortion network do, yeah, volunteer yes. for an abortion network. Yes. These things are very important in the short right. term. Uh, at the same time, start, that we are start building an underground railroad for abortion and trans people <laughs> in a yeah. video game. At the same time that we are working to, you know, solve the root causes of the problems and unfuck the world, which is going to take a lot longer. But mm-hmm. guess what? A lot of people who are pregnant don't have that much time. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it, to be clear, you know, at least my opinion, I think what's happened this mm-hmm. week is a turning point in American history. And I think that's obvious. But what I think is like, this completes the project that began in 1980. The Reagan revolution mm-hmm. is complete. 1980, Reagan became president, and then they started becoming the rollback of not just New New Deal, but also the civil rights movement and Reconstruction. And this this was what happened with the Supreme Court, but also especially now that they're probably going to be looking to remove, like make state legislatures be in charge of their own elections, essentially removing the existing American democracy as we know it, that, but like that project, in my opinion, is complete. But don't. But to be clear, I don't mean that to just make you despair. I want you to mm. take that what I'm saying, just think and say, and make the connection and realize we are already in this reality. So doing mm. something, you have nothing to lose. You have nothing mm-hmm. to lose but your chains. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, mm. things could always get worse for people. But uh, they could also get better. Yeah, yeah. But they're not going to get better if... Uh, I mean, like, the U.S. already it. is a genocidal project in terms of abroad, but also domestically, a million people died of COVID. This is now, right? This is happening now. Mm-hmm. So don't... I think focusing on the future of getting worse is like, no, the worst is here. We can only go up. Yeah. Yeah, only yeah. by struggle and making it so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think the the sort of adherence to um, norms and the rule of law and doing things by the book, uh, the book, the con- sucking the dick of the Constitution, like all this shit. Mm-hmm. I think the ghost of slaveholders passed. Are, mm-hmm. More and more people are realizing that that isn't it, Chief. Nah. I mean, we need a new constitution. I, <laughs> I wanted to, I was going to bring in this um, article by our friend Dylan Saba, but maybe we'll just have him on to talk about it himself. But um, there's a part of it that, uh, where did it go? 
that I wanted to highlight almost almost as an aside in this section that I had prepared. But I think, oh, there we go. Um, <clears throat> where he talks about like the different ways that these abstract principles in the Constitution could be interpreted. Mm. Right. We had um, we had the Warren Court for a little while. Right that um, interpreted them in a, in a nice, progressive, positive way. You know, we're like, they're like, yeah, no, I know you, you guys wanted to roll back Reconstruction, um, but we're going to try to advance it a little bit by uh, desegregating schools and, um, you know, interpreting the 14th Amendment as giving us the right to privacy and, you know, all these other rights were based on that, including the right to an abortion, but also contraception, sodomy, gay marriage, lots of things. Um, they expanded the welfare state, but then that didn't last very long, like Jorge was talking about. Um, and then there's a little passage where our buddy talks about um, beginning roughly with Richard Nixon's appointment of Justice William Rehnquist in 1972. An increasingly reactionary court once again sought to reduce the scope of the Reconstruction Amendments. Simultaneously, the right advanced its legislative agenda through an expanded First Amendment jurisprudence warping the free speech and establishment clauses to prevent campaign finance reform, attack unionization, and protect the right to discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation. So my question about this is, you know, if these abstract bourgeois rights can be interpreted in so many different ways, both good and bad, like, aren't they kind of fucking useless to begin with yeah. on their own, in a vacuum at least? Yeah, yeah I mean, I think I, I've argued this before that, you know, in a certain sense, originalism as a judicial philosophy, which is what the conservative Supreme Court justices believe, basically saying that we should just um, interpret a constitution such that it's like the original intention of the of the uh, constitutional constitution writers. I think partially there's a grounding and basis for that because guess what? Because if it doesn't say it, then why should you think that it includes it? Like, mm. and, and I'm not saying this and that, oh, I'm like a right winger or anything. No, what I'm saying is the problem is the constitution that we have. We should have a constitution yeah. that explicitly says you get a 40 hour work week. We should have a constitution that says you have a right to a union. We should have a constitution that says mm. you have the right to an abortion. Like these are mm. like having yeah. them explicitly like people... said, it's like, no, there is no like interpretation of that. That's what it fucking says. Mm. People do it all the time, man. Like how many how many countries are they rewriting the constitution right. in right now? Yeah. In Chile? Is it happening yeah. in Chile? Yeah. yeah, that's right. I got that one right. <laughs> even though I'm tired. Yeah. Uh yeah, what if like what if the constitution is bad and we need a fucking yeah. new one? Like uh I'm sick of all this uh worship of the past when these things were written by people who maybe didn't have our best interests in but, mind. No, but, clearly but, not. But, they did not. but also like there's like this like ahistorical mythologizing of the founding fathers. In seventeen seventy six, the founding fathers for the most part were literally our age. Like James Madison yeah. was twenty five in seventeen seventy six. Oh, so much younger like, than Th I am Thomas right Jefferson now. was 33 <laughs> in 1776. Like, these people were in, like, their 20s, their 30s, early 40s. And now, later when they were in government, they were older. But that's the image people have of when it's happened and when they started writing, uh, started being in charge of the, of the government. 
But the reason I mentioned that is that one is to try to pierce this image people have of like, oh, these like old and what? No, they're just going based on like what they knew. And what I'm suggesting here is like mm. you who are listening and those of us who are involved are just as competent as these fucking people were. Mm. We could, That's like, right. Like us three could fucking write a better constitution, drunk off our ass, <laughs> like than. Oh they, no, <laughs> yeah. no doubt, no doubt, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, three random. Okay, I don't want to say three random people because there are some you three know, random people who listen there. to our podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. You lovely three people. of you, yeah. three of you, our friends could definitely write a better constitution than these motherfucking mm. slaveholders. Mm, yeah, indeed. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, y'all, it's just a. Uh, I mean, like as bleak as things are, kind of, kind of, kind of got to understand that um, the the kind of tools for our liberation are already embedded within the society. It's just a, uh, you know, it's just sort of like um, just you know, building solidarity, building community and kind of like uh, uh, using, using, I, I, I kind of, kind of hate, I don't hate the quote, but sometimes that, what's that Audrey Lord quote using? Uh, 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 the master's yeah, tools. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did she to say the master's tools cannot, cannot d- dismantle the master's house. house? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, which in the long term, um, absolutely. But, um, you know, I also do think that, uh, Again, like I said, the, the they're selling us the rope with which with we'll use to hang them. You know what I'm saying? So all of those things that kind of make parody. capitalism work, you know, which is yeah, parody, <laughs> which is like you know, collectivist, right? All those things can be used like towards our goals yeah. and ends. So uh, well, it's just a long slog, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it qualifies as the master's tools per se mm. that capitalism produces the conditions of its own unmaking, mm. uh, you know, best case scenario, right? It creates these these irreconcilable contradictions mm. like we were talking about in our Lenin episodes and the bourgeois state cannot resolve them. It can only manage them. The only way to resolve them is through global proletarian revolution Mm -hmm. and that's a big fucking task but you know if we all work together um the rest is still unwritten i don't know can i read a can i read a quote from mike davis yes i can yes please uh the closest shout out to a real one (laughs) because i'm I'm tired yes i can because you guys like him too and i don't have to ask permission ever to read a quote from mike davis um so oh god i love him so much i really think he's our foremost public intellectual today um he's one of us he's extremely one of us um and i really hope he's doing all right Mm. right now because um i know that he's sick but um here's a little snippet from an article that kind of blessed my timeline the other day um do i know where it's from no i do not but i'm mostly just reading what mike said so it doesn't really matter uh quote on the day i spoke to davis Bernie Sanders had announced that he was suspending his presidential campaign. Yet Davis was uncharacteristically... Oh, you know what? This is from The New Yorker. I'll put a link in the... Okay, in the Mm -hmm. description. I don't want to just, like, hang it out there. Mm -hmm. People should fucking read it. It's a great article. I just remembered. Yeah, I did actually read it. Um, Anyway. See, see, this is what we're saying in this podcast. Mm -hmm. We do the reading so you don't have to. So you don't have to. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. We find the best We're continually doing it even Mm -hmm. when... And we, we, we forget readings that we have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's how much reading we've done. <laughs> Us and books is like, I don't know, like fucking Joe Biden and women. He's oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. 
He just oh, like did it so much that he doesn't I'm even not, remember it. No, that was that was horrible. I'm, I'm sorry. Not sure no, if I, I'm, not sure if I, I, I'm not sure if I appreciate that comparison, but I get I somewhat we've, get the sentiment. Yeah, yeah. I, Yo, we've molested so many books that we don't even remember. We don't even remember. That's sick. Oh my god. Totally fair. Totally yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, I'm allowed to say it. No. Um, but anyway. No. <laughs> so, yet oh, Davis man. was uncharacteristically optimistic, a catastrophist with proof. Mm. Maybe people would finally listen. Quote I'm a wild, extreme leftist. But to me, it's clear that global capitalism can no longer guarantee the survival of the human race in three ways, he said. It can't generate jobs. True. It cannot guarantee the public health of the world. Definitely true. And it cannot decarbonize the economy or transfer the resources to adapt the countries that bear the brunt of greenhouse gases. He went on. This seems an age of catastrophe, but it's also an age equipped in an abstract sense with all the tools it needs. Utopia is available to us. If, like me, you live through the civil rights movement, the anti-war movement, you can never discard hope. I've seen social miracles in my life, ones that have stunned me, the courageousness of ordinary people in a struggle. Eleven years ago, Bill Moyers brought me on his show and presented me as the last socialist in America. Now there are millions of young people who prefer socialism to capitalism. Hell Dead yeah. ass. Hell yeah. Drop mic. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. A little, a little mic drop, a little so mic to speak. Drop. That was good, man. I mean, you know, yeah, and, and it's true. That's what I was kind of alluding to a bit. It's like, well, yeah. you never know. You never know. Yeah. Like, I thought this country would never have the mass mobilization it had in the summer of 2020, and yet it had a significant mass mobilization mm. that we had never seen before. And will and more is coming. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. That's right. That's right. That's right. The rest is still unwritten. Feel the rain on your skin. <laughs> that's that that nice. That's a nice way to close Paul. it out. <laughs> no, don't you guys know that like basic yeah. song from I lo- uh, that movie? Practical. I Magic? love that song. Like and anything like that's like like you like using that phrasing like basic. I just I don't know what it is. I just love, yeah. I, I love that pop you're shit. Ba- you're basic, Jorge. No, 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 no. I'm not basic. But I do have a soft spot for, for, for pop music. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, look, I love appropriating pop songs and saying they're about communism. I did it with uh, Forever's Gonna Start Tonight. Mm. Or No, it's called Total Eclipse of the Heart. But Forever's Gonna Start Tonight is the part that I really like because it's about time abolition. Mm. We, uh, we appropriated that on the Antifada, Twitch... And now we're appropriating this one. And you know what? There's probably even more pop songs that are about communism that we have yet to discover. Indeed. So I'm really excited to go on this journey with all of you. Yeah. yeah. And until next time, do the reading. Do the reading. That's right. And before we go. Oh, Before yeah. we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got a plug. We got a Be plug. Be sure to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash everybody loves communism. We'll be in the show notes. And if you like what you heard, give us five star rating. On Please. Apple Podcast. All right. That's right. All right. Bye. Oh, wait. Uh. Also, I sorry to like mm. step on the goodbye, but um, I think it's important to tell everyone that we have our very own Discord now. As yes, mentioned earlier, you can talk with us. Program. You can talk to us. Mm. We're even going to be doing some voice chats on there. And, Discord for um, patron only. We, also, this was Jorge's idea. 
we made a even cheaper patron tier for people who just want Discord access. You don't care about the bonus so. episode? You know, we're not going to be offended, but it, you know, mm-hmm. it's like but if you just but if you just want to pay for the Discord, that's that's cool yeah. too. Cuz we want everyone to be talking to each other, so we want like the lowest possible barrier to that exactly. while still like making a little bit of money hopefully, but if you really want to be part of it and you don't have any money, um hit us up cuz, you know, we're doing a communist For just podcast. $3. We want to $3. <laughs> like, Less than a cup of coffee. And now, actually, we're do- probably. We're doing, we're doing a communist podcast. So, you know, the people we really want to talk to are, like, often broke. So it would be, like, pretty. I mean, that's a terrible business model. But it would also be hypocritical of us to, uh, to do otherwise, deny yeah. them. $3. It's yeah. cheaper than a three fifty value combo at McDonald's here in New York City. So. This is true. Wow. This is true. So, that's right. pretty so cheap. You can have for three dollars. You can have just incredible friends like us and all everyone else listening to this podcast. <laughs> that's right. Oh, and if anyone wants to sublet my apartment, <laughs> I am not joking. <laughs> oh my god, I am not joking. <laughs> um, assuming you're not a weirdo, fucking. It just occurred to me that I like really need to do this like really really soon. Um, I'm taking all of my underwear with me, so don't if you're be a, a creep. creep and you're listening. Don't get any ideas. It's not going to be here. That's all right. All right. On that note, see ya. Bye. Bye.